Back in the game and well at the top, a king of the ring and calling my spies. I'm raising the bar to crank it the notch. I'm full of mistakes, cause life is a botch. Lights can get brighter and brighter. I walk through that curtain, my levels get higher and higher. Studied the best, and this generation I'm next. Super kick party, no doubt we just hit a suplex. Hooker by crook, survive if I let you, they stand to their feet. Sports in the What's team. going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fresh out the pot. Stop looking and watch. Have you checked those clocks? Because life up. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Highlight Real. Joined by the lovely and oh so beautiful, my co-hostess with the mostest, Miss Ash Bibi. What's up, sis? Nothing much. What's up with you? How you been doing this week? Man, you know, uh, I think last time when we linked up, that's right, it was love season, right? So we was, uh, it was, it was, it was I've been good, man. It was a nice little <laughs> swell week, uh, doing a bunch of different things. Went, I tried salsa dancing over the weekend for the first time. Ooh, who would have thought? Who would have thought that? I knew that dance was fun because watching it seems fun, but man, to learn it actually, bro. Let me tell you, <laughs> your boy, give me about another couple weeks or so, man, I'm a pro at that, boy. That twirl game I do, oh, my God, bro. When I learned that, I was like, hey, I can twirl them ladies, boy, but I was killing that. I was like, okay, let's go. Okay. Yeah, man. It's the language that speaks, too. Like, it's crazy. Like, it makes you think about, like, how wrestling is, like, how they say when you are, um, say, like, if you wrestle in Japan or you wrestle in like Puerto Rico or something, there's a language barrier, right? Like, but they understand wrestling because at the end of the day, even if you can't speak their language, the wrestling will. That's how salsa dancing feels. It's like, even if the person across from you may not fluently understand you, if you know how to communicate through dance like that, man, it's crazy just how it just speaks its own language. It's just, it's just go. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, Highly recommend a date night for any of y'all out there in relationships, man. Y'all go uh, try out some salsa dancing and some bachata. That bachata was nice too. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to do like a salsa dancing class with my husband. I I'm trying to. I'm he's down. He's down. We just gotta find a find a time to do it. <laughs> yes, yes. I I got some spots for you if you guys are ever in Atlanta and it just happens to be a thing out this way. But up north, man, like I said, when you try it, try it. You will not be disappointed, y'all. It is a vibe. For real, for real. So, uh, aside from that, though, you know, outside of some good wrestling moments and things and stuff, stuff like that, been pretty solid. How about you, though, sis? How you been? Been good. Just enjoying love season. The the time to spoil. Spoil yes. your man or spoil your lady. So. Yes, yes, <laughs> Had a yes. Good time. A good That's what I'm talking about. You know, before we even get into what's cooking, here's a thought. I meant to bring that up last week uh, in our episode, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to bring this up with Ash, you know what I'm saying, since it's love season still. Uh, tell me about your favorite romantic angle in pro wrestling that you remember. <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, didn't Boys to Men come, come out and sing for Teddy Long's wedding? Oh, that was, uh, I know exactly what you, that was Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge, okay. Jagged oh edge. man, the Black Wedding. Yes, that was the that was, that was the black. That was pretty good. <laughs> man, come on now, our culture was represented that wedding, boy. Out of all WWE's weddings, that one right there. Shout out to 
Crystal Marshall, man, we had her on, on the show uh, before, man. If y'all haven't checked out that episode, go back and listen to that. Uh, where I got to actually recap that moment with her, man. And she she said more than anything else, that's probably one of the most proudest moments is the fact that she had the best wedding out of anybody in terms of representing for the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jagged Edge, man? Come on now. <laughs> Dexter, and, Dexter, fact, and, uh, Dexter and um Indy. I love Dexter and Indy's wedding. That whole uh, storyline, that's, that's probably my favorite. <laughs> that, did, that did hit though. I ain't gonna lie, that did hit. You're right, you're right. That one was a vibe too. That was a vibe too. So I was like, man, um, let me see, romantic angles, man. Um if I'm going like past, I would probably say if I'm going like way back, ironically enough, I was always a fan of Matt Hardy and Alita's romantic angle, which I ended up finding out down the line was like real life and was like, wait, oh, so this isn't just on screen. They're actually dating. Wow. Like it made it that much more uh, like really cool because it was back then that was unheard of. You know what I'm saying? Like when real life couples were on screen, even for like Triple H and China to find out that was a real thing and was like, wait, they really dated? didn't know that they just look so good on on screen or you know uh triple h and stephanie how that was like a joke on on <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> only to find out they dated for real and it was like wait a minute what so i'd say it was matt and lita for me like i think about that moment when they like first first became a thing um strangely enough even jeff hardy and trish was one that uh it didn't they didn't do a lot with it but, uh, short, but it was. I liked it. I liked yeah, it for what it was. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, this, this, this fits the misfit with the with the pretty blonde. Like this, this worked. I like this. I was like, I wish they would have went a little deeper. Yeah, like I wish they would took that a little deeper back then. But uh, it, it was it was a cool angle. Uh, but recent, I guess, in our time of like the twenty twenties, I would probably say it was Otis and Mandy. During Rumble season, I rewatched that Rumble where she like he she gets like hit and falls out of the ring and Otis catches her. The huge pop, the huge pop. Man, that was such a, that was such a fun story. Remember, ladies talking about like if you ain't if you ain't doing this for me at a Royal Rumble, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right. I was like, right? I was like on the front line. That's fact. You on the lady. front lines, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope everybody out there had a dope um, Valentine's Day um, last week. I hope you and your loved ones got to celebrate. However, y'all celebrate, whether you celebrate or don't celebrate, I hope you guys at least got to spend some good time together and have fun uh, in this love season that we're that we have been in as we transition into uh, the Easter Bunny. If you will. Jesus. <laughs> you know, April. They're lining on <laughs> up, man. They're just hitting your own back and forth. You know what I'm saying? But that being said, you, you know how we do, sis. You know, a little small, small talk. You know what I'm saying? But uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got quite a load of show for y'all today, man. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun one. We got Elimination Chamber coming up this upcoming Saturday. And by the time y'all hear this, more than likely that'll be tomorrow, literally tomorrow. Uh, we also have another pay-per-view. The day before, that's right, TNA No Surrender. 
out there in New Orleans, New Orleans, Louisiana, got that going on as well. So it's a dual weekend of pay-per-views on top of a technically taped SmackDown. So it's like, that's one, you know, I don't know. It's going to be interesting because I'm trying to see. Sometimes I don't like, I don't know about you, sis. I don't really like the tape shows that much when I know it's tape. Yeah, it it, it is a little, a little annoying, but I get why they have to do it. Yeah, it's like, eh, we'll see. We'll see. You know, uh, I'm assuming The Rock is on this one then since he was technically there for the first. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. Um, More than likely, I may skip out on SmackDown since it is taped. I'll probably watch No Surrender since I know that'll be more of a liver thing and then transition to Elimination Chamber. Uh, so let's get let's get into some 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 cool stuff before we get into our um, elimination chamber predictions later on in the show. Let's uh, let's go ahead and talk some what's cooking. Y'all already know how we do this and start this thing off. What's cooking is a segment basically goes on non wrestling and wrestling content. You know all that good stuff in between. Um, I'm gonna start things off real quick and I'm gonna talk about the fact that uh, I actually checked out part of my date night with Bay last week on you know uh celebrating Valentine's Day on last Wednesday evening uh took a nice romantic dinner you know what I'm saying and then after that went to the movies and uh peeped that new Bob Marley film One Love and uh let me tell y'all man um I never really knew much about Bob Marley's story um, not even how he died and things like that. To find that out in the film and see what he went through was like, whoa, this is this is large, bro. Like, I did not know Bob Marley was always going through this because you'd see him and it kind of gives like that smile and peace yeah. type vibe. Um, like my girl was saying, you know, he's human. So, of course, you're not going to always be that way all the time. But it's just still like crazy because of the type of figure he was to know he was going through all that ducking, dodging for his life because of like the p- politics going on in Jamaica at the time with the, with the civil wars and all that. So it's like crazy. Um, but it was definitely recommended, um, a highly recommended film for any and everybody that wants to know more about Bob Marley and his story or, or you just enjoy a good um docu-series film you know what i'm saying like a documentary type of movie uh kind of like what you got with straight out of compton and stuff like that if you if you love those highly recommend it so definitely there's that uh sis any thoughts that i saw you i saw you get animated so i don't know if you had a chance to watch it or if you've been thinking about watching it i haven't i haven't but me and my husband have been talking about it a lot we really want to see it like soon so okay. I'll i'll let you know what i think when we finally do see it For sure. You got to let me know, sis. I can't wait to hear y'all thoughts on that one. Um, And I already know Derek. Shout out to our producer, Derek. He was saying, uh, really, if you like the movie, then you're going to love some of the the documentaries, uh, the film documentaries they did on him, uh, which I'll have to ask him after the show, like where you can find and watch those because they go into more depth and detail than what the actual movie does. So it's like, all right, cool. You know, we'll have to see what's up with that. Um, But you know, that's one little thing I wanted to touch on. And of course, um, well, there's there's this is one's mostly a wrestling dominated one. You know, non-wrestling wasn't a lot, a lot outside of the uh 
NBA All-Star Weekend happened as well last week. And that was uh ugh, <laughs> that was uh not great um from what I understand, y'all. So uh I don't really follow. I all I saw was Ruby Rose asking Kai to to do thirty points for her, and I know yeah. that he didn't. That's all. They did. That's all I know. That's all I can tell y'all, man. Honestly, I didn't. I've been so checked out of NBA season this year. Uh, you know, my Grizzlies have battled injuries, so I haven't been as invested. But I kind of know what's going on. But it's like with the All Star Weekend, I already knew. Something just told me it was not going to be worth watching. I was like, I'm not going to. Nah. Because it just hasn't been good in so long. And when I found out the dunk contest is still another stinker, I said, well, no surprise. And then uh, all I heard about, like you said, Kai Sinet, um heard he was, you know, a, a thing. And uh, Michael Parsons uh, being a baby shack out there, apparently, and doing – running over men, women, and children playing on the basketball court. Uh, I was like, now nah, that's just wrong. I was like, how would a football, yeah, how would a football player just go out there and run bulldoze men, women, and children on the court? And he's like, well, hey, you on the court, you gonna get this work. <laughs> so, get this work. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, hey, I'm not mad at it. So yeah. that was, um, that was something. So if you guys did have a chance to catch it, I would love to know y'all thoughts on it. Like I said, I, I saw the memes and I, I saw the comments and I was just glad I didn't really watch the whole thing. I just heard the Celebrity All-Star Game was cool. I was kind of upset, though. No WWE representation this year in the All-Star Game. Last year, yeah. we had the Miz. You know what I'm saying? Like That being said, though, they did bring Snoop Dogg's belt around. And I saw like Wayne holding it. Yeah. Um, I think, like, the CEO of NBA. Yeah. Like, a whole bunch um, of different people. Jennifer Hudson, I think I saw with it as well, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of ironic on that one. Or Shannon like, Sharp. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was like, all right, you know, um, it was it was cool, man. Like, uh, I love how WWE does that, how they uh, market outside of, of other genres, right? And we're going to get into that because of uh, what we saw in Raw. <laughs> We'll get into that one. We saw our first crossover, baby. I said, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, man. Um, so, you know, it was it was cool seeing, uh, you know, how, you know, like whether it's a college football game, whether it's a NFL game, um, pretty sure the Chiefs, you know what? There's something I thought about and forgot about in what's cooking, guys. Uh, on a serious note, Thoughts and prayers go out to the people of Kansas City because of the mass shooting that took place around the time of the uh, parade for the Kansas City Chiefs. Thankfully, nobody from that team was, you know, injured or, or hurt. Everybody was accounted for, um, staff, coaching, and all that. But what's wild to me is that we decided to do that during that time. Of all things to do that, like, Regardless of how you feel about football, regardless of, you know, whether you keep up, whether you semi-keep up, whether you're casual, that's a time of, I've been at a celebration parade, you know, when the Atlanta Braves finally won something for Atlanta and sports teams. And it was like, okay, Atlanta finally won something. Great. You know, I was there for that. And I can't imagine a mass shooting happening after a feel-good moment like that. So, to whoever 
decided to do that. I can't really understand why you felt that was needed. I hope everything was okay with you mentally. Uh, but I just don't understand why you would want to, of all times, choose to do that. So I had to address that because it just hit me on that too, because I didn't realize that was something that actually took place um, during the time of the parade for the Super Bowl. And it's like, um, okay, you know, so uh, shout out to my producer. So the shooting took place after an argument between a few people. So uh, to hear that, that's, um, that's very sad to know that a simple argument Cause that, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, you hear way too many stories like that. Yeah. As of, like, as of late. Yeah, man. Um, so our heart, hearts, thoughts, and prayers go out to the people of Kansas City, you know, when you're trying to celebrate uh, another win for your city, you know what I'm saying, and, and something major like that. Um, so definitely that on that serious note. But, yeah, man, um, to keep it light, though, you know, I was just going to say, man, uh, it's been it's been an interesting uh thing to see WWE continually market themselves, you know, regardless of what sport, what brand. I think even on talk shows, we've even seen that WWE belt. And people can say what they want to say about, you know, actually I can pull it into the camera for y'all. You know, you can say what you want to say about the design of this very belt here, but let me tell y'all, this thing is literally everywhere. And I gotta give them props for that. Yeah, it's recognizable. That's why they're never going to change it. Yeah, you know, out of every design belt, it feels like this one is the most marketable because the Attitude Era winged eagle belt never saw it this much. Uh, the Undisputed Era, the, the, the Ruthless Aggression belt, never saw that belt around that much. The only belt that might rival this one is Big Gold. And I say that because everybody had big gold now that was the wcw belt and i remember pastor troy even used to rock that thing all the time so the big gold belt always had its marketing so for sure but uh shout out to wwe for that belt specifically man no wonder they have kept that big logo they know yeah yeah i love that i love that um and so with that being said, let's transition into, uh, let me ask you, you know, I didn't think about this, sis, and, and, and please forgive me to my fellow brothers and sisters out there who listen of the show that are melanated. Uh, we've been in Black History Month this entire month, and we're getting ready to come to the end of February. And I've been meaning to definitely show love and tribute to our people in, 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 in general, right, in the space and outside of wrestling, just in general. So, Ash, I got to ask you, sis, um, as a woman, for sure, um, who's someone you want to highlight right now in Black history and, and take time to show flowers to that doesn't get enough love? And I'll probably say it like this. You can do, like, say, one wrestling-related and one non-wrestling-related. Oh, okay. I have to think about it. Uh, non wrestling related. I have to think about non wrestling related. Who else? Who else? Okay, so for wrestling, okay, I want to give that give that moment of flowers definitely to Trinity Naomi. I just think that she's a pioneer in the women's division, and in a lot of ways, like 
she was before the four horsewomen. You know what I'm saying? Like her and Natalia, when you think about it, they're the last of the divas era. Like they're literally the last of that divas era. And so for a, a dark skin, a beautiful, strong dark skin woman, woman to be, they're gonna die for this many years and not only to leave the company and come back as a strong competitor, as a top competitor, a main event competitor. I think that that's incredible. Yes, yes. Um, I I definitely love that Naomi um slash Trinity selection. Actually, that is very very true. Um, that's not brought up enough, and I think it won't be until she probably you know actually retires. Yeah. That will. I feel like. She's done such a good job at like the adaptability of each era. She just fits so well because she's just so iconic. But yeah. she's able to adapt and change with the times as well as like keep up and stay current. Like we just saw like a new theme change for her. Like she's always able to elevate and stay relevant, always adding to her moveset, always up in the game and raising the stakes. Like shout out to Trinity. Shout out to Trinity. I love that. Um Man, you know what? Shout out to Trinity indeed. I'm trying to see who I could represent. You know, uh, Ash, you did so great with the ladies. Uh, I'm trying to think on my on my side with the fellas who I'd actually spotlight that hasn't really gotten a lot of flowers. Let's see. Um, man, to be honest, I gotta be real, man. I'm just gonna say it. I'm I'm gonna give it to my guy, uh, Ron Truth Killers, man. I'm I'm really gonna do it. Like, it's not even just because he's a homie and, and he's been on the show. Like, I'm really I'm giving homie his flowers now because like, bro, you know I've I've had the opportunity to actually give them to him for real, for real. But like, it's it's still just the fact that even since then, uh, and beyond, this man has continually just. Like you said with Trinity, very similarly, like he's he's been around since the Attitude Era for crying out loud, right? Yes. <laughs> and it's like um, we'll get into that, but like it's I was talking on Gresh's uh, on on Gresh's show last night about how, uh, and we'll get into this when we talk about The Rock, but it's like it's crazy how a lot of the people from the Attitude Era have not translated well, like they haven't evolved as time has evolved, right? They're more like walking nostalgia acts, you know what I mean? And it's not saying that in a disrespect, like obviously if their music hits, we're gonna pop because we we know their significance. But then the moment, if you see them more consistently, it's like they're not adapting well to today's way of how they do things, right? Today's crowd is more intelligent they're more aware it's not what it was in the 90s and early and mid 2000s so it's a little different now and our truth is a guy who went from being overshadowed in the attitude era because you half the time people are like wow he was in the attitude era it's like yeah and you didn't know that because there were so many other bigger stars back then he was but he wasn't even a mid carter he was kind of just there Close, right yeah and it wasn't until he left WWE, went to TNA, you know, became the first black NWA World Heavyweight Champion, and then transitioned uh, and built a name for himself through TNA to then come back to WWE in 2009 and has been there since. And each time was in that Divas era, as you mentioned, like he, he went through that. He went through, truly call it a career. 
you're going to look back at it because you have a bevy of things you can look back at and say, man, this was a GOAT moment. So again, Black History Month, I'm going to keep it like you, sis, keep it kind of recent and give it to R-Truth um, to represent the fellas because of the fact that he's been through so many errors. Um, and I like that. So this, those that's two solid um, selections right there. Um, I'm going to go with non-Black History. I'm going to go with my boy Langston Hughes. Uh, and that's mainly because your boys, uh, I'm a, you know, y'all know me, I'm a rapper. So being a, a rapper, poetry is a, a given thing, right? And when I think about Langston Hughes, um, during that Harlem Renaissance, man, like he was just always one of my favorite poets. It's like the way he would describe dreams and knowing that we are in a world full of dreamers. Uh, my boy, Derek can relate to this because he's a fan of J. Cole. And what does J. Cole represent? Dreamers, hence Dreamville. Well, the original Dreamville or the creator of Dreamville, if you will, the original Dreamville would be Langston Hughes because if it was not for a guy like Langston Hughes, man, you probably wouldn't even have uh, uh, the, the, the type of poets and, and things that you have uh, of today. And of course there's other great uh, black poets out there but it's just like man Langston Hughes to me doesn't get enough love sometimes uh in in a modern day sense you know what I mean and I just think about all those times in schools learning if it wasn't a Maya Angelou poem it was a Langston Hughes poem that we were always learning and and having to recite from memory you know what I'm saying and so uh I definitely would say I give mine's uh my flowers and my moment of spotlight to Langston Hughes uh, representing for the poets and writers out there. You know what I'm saying? So, Ash, if you got a non-Black history person you want to spotlight, by all means. So good. Mine's actually quite recent. I feel like I'm about to say mine even You're good. You're good. Go ahead. <laughs> so, mine, I'm actually picking... Um, it's something of a duo, but it's mainly I'm picking Zendaya. I'm picking Ooh. Zendaya and her stylist, La Roche. Mainly okay. because, like, Zendaya to me is like the, the embodiment of a modern day superstar. Like a lot of people nowadays, they say that like the age of the celebrity is dead. Like people don't like run out into the streets anymore when they see people. Zendaya is alive and well. Like Zendaya, mm -hmm. I feel like she's breaking barriers and constantly proving things, but people keep moving the goalposts for her. And like something that really, really always stands out to me is that when she initially started, she's 5'11" gorgeous, stunning, model-esque, you know what I'm saying? Nobody yeah. wanted to dress her. None of the major designers wanted to dress her. So something that her and her stylist did was that they they found like a bunch of different marketing tools and tactics. They went on red carpets when they had no business being on those red carpets for movie premieres and award shows to prove that they uh, they belong here. They not only belong here, but they are better dressed than everyone else. To the point where now Zendaya is a household name and mm. designers are fighting tooth and nail to dress her just for the opportunity to get into the same room as her for fashion weeks, for Met Galas. So I just think that that's so amazing, like as a Black woman to be able to do that and to have that type of leverage and oh, opening wow. doors for other Black women behind, us, behind her. So for that reason, I'm going to pick Zendaya. No, I love that. Shout out to you, sis. <laughs> um, it's, it's not really a matter of what's recent, what's past. Like, Black history is, uh, 
Black history in general. You know, it's it's important that we just uh, continually, and and that's why I said, forgive me y'all if we didn't get a chance to really spotlight this more often weekly through this month. Um, you know, there was so much wrestling. I think just February was just loaded with so much wrestling this week, this month, where it was like, man, you know what I'm saying? We didn't get a chance to highlight our history. And um, I wanted to make sure that because this is likely the last episode of Black History Month for us, uh, that I take a moment to really give flowers to our culture, both wrestling related and non-wrestling related, because it is important. Uh, guys and girls to go out there learn your history recent past present future it's all history and it's all setting barriers so i love that um and i hope you guys can take that go do some further research on people that we name that you don't know or do know um amongst other people that you do and don't know you know what i'm saying so uh that's about it for the for the black history spotlight um in this moment best believe come next year uh, we're going to put some segment in there where we give more time and spotlight uh, to our people in throughout that month. You know what I'm saying? So now I got to ask you, <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of uh, history here, <laughs> let's let's uh, let, let's chop it up. I have to, you know, I, you, you see me, I had to go a little tribal today. All right. Okay. okay. Had to go a little <laughs> tribal today because, um, well, I knew this was going to be a touchy subject for you, sis. You know, and I know. Shout out, shout out to everybody on on, on social media who have, uh, you know, what can I say? Shout out to everybody on social media who who on TikTok have been uh, taking my dub to this very moment and 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 just blowing it up where I was like. Well, cool. I'm glad to see y'all actually like this video because I, I, I had the thought when I saw it. All due respect to Michael Cole and, and Pat McAfee, you know, I mean, they did a good job commentating. But I said, hmm, if this were the Attitude Era, this same moment, how would this sound with Jr. and Jerry the King Lawler? Let's find out. And I just dubbed it, and it worked. I said, wow. So, uh, sis, given that uh, Jay Luso is your, uh, you know, um, your TV husband, if you will. Um, <laughs> I know this is conflicting because, you know, well, he does have a twin and, you know, it's, it's like they share things. Uh, but he couldn't have his moment. He was this close to winning some icy gold and ending a historic streak, by the way. So, uh, sis, I got to ask you, how, how are your emotions feeling at the moment since Monday night? I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm pissed about it. <laughs> I knew, you know what's so funny? I knew it was gonna happen. But like my biggest thing was like, I was like, he one, he better not wear that damn hoodie. Cause I know it's him. I know it's you under there, Jimmy. Like, mm -hmm. I know it's you. Mm -hmm. And two, I was like, listen, Jay has been helping people pulling up. All these people. His musical hit, and he'll come running down the street. You know? To help Right? Mm-hmm. We're in treaded waters, okay? 
Jay's about to win, okay? Mm-hmm. This man, this man who does not even go here, right? He right. shows up. They heard him. He was. They were in the show earlier. You would think that they would tighten up on security. Mm-hmm. You would think that they would tighten up on security since they mm-hmm. know, since they know that this match is happening as a main, as, as main event. Mm-hmm. Nobody showed up to help my brother Jay Uso. I was yeah. like, am I missing something? Am I missing something? I was like, listen, if Drew gets on Sammy's case, let it happen. <laughs> Cody Preston Roman, it's just another day. Like, <laughs> let it happen. Because at that point, I was pissed. I was pissed. I was pissed. You know, you you had every right to be pissed, sis. That's why I was like, hmm. She's probably throwing all kind of things at her TV right now because, uh, you know, <laughs> funny thing about it is you are so right. By the way, Adam Pierce, where exactly were you, sir? Because uh, aren't you like the authoritative figure for this brand? Ain't you supposed to be like... He had the nerve to tweet double fine to Jimmy Uso. I was like, dude... <laughs> Dude, too little, too late. You think he cares? You think he cares? He's of the Anawai oh. dynasty. That's a that's like a that's a that's a jet a jet trip to him. <laughs> yeah, it you really is. I mean? Like I was like, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, <laughs> wow. no, that 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 wasn't right. It, it wasn't right to do Jay like that, y'all. And 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 that's why I'm like, hmm. This was this was it was it was it was like you felt it coming. You did. You did feel it. it yeah. It just ain't right, man. It ain't right. It, it, but what shout out to my boy Gresh, because he pointed this out. It, it kind of makes Jimmy look stupid, because here's the reason why. You literally just said, no matter how big you get, I'm the big brother always. Okay, and that may be true. But uh you realize you couldn't have just waited until after he won the title to do all that so that you could have just faced him at Mania for the IC title? <laughs> what? What? That is an excellent, that is an excellent, excellent point. Because, like, imagine with the IC title on the line and Rikishi as special guest ref. My point exactly. Who is a former Intercontinental Champion, by the way? I'm saying there's a story here. There's a story here. And Jimmy, you ruined it. You ruined it. You did, man. And yeah, that's that's messed up, bro. Like you really, you, 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 okay. So I want you to understand, sis, that I made this official club now. It's called the Player Haters Club. All right. Um, shout out to Dave Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? Well, that was the Player Haters Ball, but this is the Player Haters Club. All right. And then this club is an exclusive list of pro wrestlers from each little brand, okay? So, allow me to introduce the president, the leader, and the CEO of this very club. His name, ladies and gentlemen, is none other than Drew McIntyre, okay? He leads the Player Haters Club, number one. Number two in the Player Haters Club, right behind him will be the uh, the, the the treasurer, the 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 secondary founder if you will his name ladies and gentlemen is now Jimmy Hater Uso <laughs> hey yeah yeah 
and 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 you know because you know me sis i gotta rep for the ladies too you know in respect so yes there is a lady there is a woman that is now a part of this club and i think i, think I, know, I know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yes as of recent ladies and gentlemen we have a woman a part of the same club and her name she's about five foot mm, something of, of, of a nice little woman you know what i'm saying and uh She's viewed as the prodigy of some sorts. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about none other than Miss Roxanne Perez. Yes, she too is now a part of this same player haters club. Why? Because she's, well, well, you know, Ash will get into that actually when we get into Benny's block. But still, y'all, this player haters club is slowly growing by the week. And there will be other members. But for now, these three lead the charge of this player haters club. So uh, I, I gotta ask them, we've seen Cody yet again, get screwed in the same exact fashion. We yeah. saw Jay get screwed. He de I demand a rematch, just saying. Uh, <laughs> and now, now we are in a situation where Let's talk about uh, The Rock, if you will. All right. Now, we we talked about a little bit earlier how Attitude Era people, not named R-Truth, are uh, not translating too well <laughs> in terms of uh, modern day society, in terms of like, you're walking nostalgic, you're doing the things that you did, but they're not translating well. So yeah. to call people uh, trailer park trash in 2024 and or fat in 2024 and or, yeah. you know, uh, 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 you know, all these things, not having sex and all this yeah. stuff in 2024. Uh, how well is The Rock translating to you as a person in modern day when you say, well, that that's not aging well, Rock. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of like the political correct political correctness of it all yeah no <laughs> no <laughs> to know from me to okay. know from me personally but i still was kind of giggling at some of the parts like the the herpes line got me <laughs> the herpes line okay. got me the mormon line especially <laughs> kind of gagged <Yeah>. me <laughs> kind of gagged me a little because i wasn't expecting <laughs> him to say that Okay. It was funny enough. My husband mentioned that, and then like he was like, "That would be so funny if he made like a Mormon joke." And then they, and then he made a Mormon joke. We were like, "Whoa!" <laughs> so <laughs> we we're like, "Whoa!" He went there. Um, he did. But I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a, a lot of people were were bringing up like Ricky Starks mm. and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of different conversations around around that. I mean, I, it's it's hard. It's hard because I feel like he kind of has to find like a new way to insult people. Yeah, he kind of he's kind of finding got to find like a new roundabout way to insult people. There are ways. He's like it, like log into Twitter, log into Twitter. You'll find new creative ways to, to drag somebody without dragging their appearance. <laughs> oh, true. I like I like that because Twitter gives you a reason, and we'll get into that one too because that's actually something I was going to bring up uh, before we close out what's cooking and go into Benny's block. Uh, that does make me say you're right uh twitter is a good way to get all the ammo like all of you all you need just check your mentions alone man trust me because i always say like people who have like a past 
on Twitter, like, and they grow up to become wrestlers now, like Cora Jade, Mariah May, they mm -hmm. know how to perfectly troll. Like, they, they have, like, the perfect, like, oh, or you just know, like, people in the comments, like, the dude bros are going to be pissed at that. I'm like, excellent. Excellent. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. <laughs> no. It's an art. It's a skill. It's a Seriously. talent. Seriously. <laughs> and, 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 and you are so right when you talk about that, when you come, you know, because Rock is uh, showing yeah, there's some stuff that'll still make you chuckle, but even then, you're like, all right, my guy, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta modernize this a bit. Um, yeah. The Ricky Starks comparison and 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 jokes are funny to me because I'm like, well, technically he did it before Ricky, so Ricky's being him. Didn't Edge literally clown Ricky on the mic and say that he was a ripoff of The Rock? I'm just saying. But I didn't want to say that on Twitter because you know Twitter will start pulling me by my pulling me by my baby hairs. So I'm like, you know what? Never mind, guys. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> you look, you you know I got your back now. You girl, they ain't we, you, me, Gresh. You know we we got your back. You ain't Twitter. They bet not. They bet not try. Cause we gonna get on them. You know what I'm saying? They can't mess with you. We got you. So if you if you tweet from your heart and you let that go. You let that go. We got you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, who, but, who, who's that messing with me? <laughs> no, nah, for real. Cause like that, that that's hilarious, man, when they say that. And I'm like, bro, they they real deal like tried to say that. And I'm like, no, nah, that ain't how that go. It's it's the other way around, bro. That's, that's like saying, uh uh, that's like saying MC Hammer had you can't touch this first and and, and Rick James super freak. Was was the sample like what? Wait, what? No, the sample. Yeah, <laughs> you can't touch this. Super freak was before that. You yeah. can't. You can't do that. <laughs> no, no. That's like saying "Nuck if you buck" was a sample to yeah. bet you can't do it. Like, like wait, wait, no, 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 no. People, that, <laughs> learn your samples, okay? Learn your samples. If anything, Ricky Stars got it from the Rock first. All right, but. That being said, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see how let's give Rock some time. Let's see what he does. Maybe not necessarily this taped episode, but let's see what he does going into the last few weeks leading up to WrestleMania. Let's see if he gets it. And then he's like, all right, you know, if we get some gold out of this, man, he still got it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So final point I want to get into um well, there's one more. There's one more side point um, before I get into this final point. But there's a side point in regards to Monday Night Raw, UFC. Now, I was not familiar with this fighter. Shout out to my boy Chris Negron. As a matter of fact, homie, I'm gonna have to do a, a special collab episode with you because you were my MMA specialist, sir. So I know you know who this fighter was that called out Conor McGregor. Uh, and this was the first crossover that we got. Yeah. The first crossover in this TKO merger. Remember now, we were talking about that. And we said, hmm, so UFC and WWE under the same umbrella. Now, I wonder how that's going to work. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as of this Monday, we saw that's how that's going to work. What better way to promote a fight than in the WWE, baby? Now, yeah. it leads me to wonder... What does that mean for WWE then? Do we get a uh, <laughs> do, do we get a scuffle? 
in the crowd. Like, how does that work for WWE now? Now I want to know how are we gonna, you know, does Roman Reigns show up? When R2 challenges JD in the octagon <laughs> after a match, <laughs> gonna be like, hey, JD. Bro, I need to see it. I got like the moment I see. And I don't even watch UFC that often, but the thing about it is I just want, I'm waiting for the moment now. Now that we got that, that's telling me somehow, some way, there will be, whether it's a promo, whether it's a scuffle, or something, there's going to be some type of WWE seed planted through a UFC fight. And I can't wait. I don't know if you saw, they were even promoting, like, if you bought, it was like some type of suite in like for like the UFC for the match that happened I think this past week if mm-hmm. there was like one of the tiers if you paid like a certain amount of money Bianca Belair and Montez Ford would come and visit you in the people so they're definitely they're definitely merging like they're definitely merging the the two brands oh I love it I love it so explain to me how you felt about the passion whether you knew the fighter you know whether you didn't Conor McGregor was where I knew we were going. I knew Conor, yeah. Yeah. So soon as I heard Irish, Ireland, and all that, I said, he's talking about Conor, isn't he? It's supposed to be that Conor McGregor. I said, yep. I didn't even know he was still fighting. I'm just going to be honest, y'all. Yeah, I was like, is he? I thought he he took a break. Yeah, I I thought he was done. I don't know. Any, I don't know. I don't know anything. The last, like, the last I heard of him, he was doing some some crazy stuff to old people. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, expect a bonus episode. I'm a shout out to my boy Derek. Shout out to my boy Chris Negron from uh, Sideline Guys. I think we're gonna have to do a little bonus episode, guys, where I kind of um, sit down with y'all and we kind of figure out what this means and where they're going with this because I need to know. I thought Conor McGregor was like completely yeah. retired, but. Apparently not. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So uh let's let's see where this goes. But I, I love the passion. People have been talking about dude and his big ears. Uh yeah. And the passion that was put into it too. Because you know, and 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 you know what's so funny about the angle of how that was shot? Not that it's just a UFC fighter calling out another UFC fighter. It's the fact that there's a gigantic WrestleMania sign right there. Like, bro, you could tell he wanted to do that for his entire life. <laughs> you could tell he wanted to do that for his entire life because even when they cut back to Michael Cole mm-hmm. and Pat, Pat was just like, he is now taking off his shirt. Okay, he is now shirtless. <laughs> he is now shirtless over there. <laughs> like, you could tell that he was taking it every single moment. Of Man. That. That that entire night was interesting. We got a lot of uh, you you could tell production wise, slowly week by week they're doing different production things. Like I love it. I love it. You know, like the LED boards around the ring were different. Oh. You know, raw but the WWE logo. The camera shots have been like a little bit wider. Like they have like a lot more like one shot kind of panning closer to the ring instead of yeah. just like cut 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 cut. Yeah. Then you're seeing like uh in the crowd, you're seeing like how they just point out these different fighters and celebrities and important people. The entire board of Netflix being there for Monday Night Raw, they looked very happy. They're like, We're gonna mm-hmm. make so much money. <laughs> <laughs> money. 
I know that. I know why they were cheesing. <laughs> yeah, man, they're over there toasting it up. I don't blame them. Huh? This is times where you wish you worked for Netflix right about now. <laughs> Stock went up, baby. New paychecks for everybody. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Shout out to uh, the production value of what they're doing, getting ready for this Netflix deal. I feel like week by week and month by month, we're only in February. So it's like, as the rest of this year continues to pan out, especially probably when we get to like those last couple months of the year, you really going to start seeing like, oh, January is going to be lit. I'm praying for Mania. They bring back those 8K cameras. I'm praying they bring back those 8K cameras. That shot of Roman coming down the ring mm-hmm. with Jay and Paul on either side, and Roman's just like looking around. Hard, mm-hmm. hard. We need those 8K cameras back. You know back. what, sis? I think you're gonna get that wish, man. You get, you getting it. You getting it. Now, of course, given that we already plan to be in the building for Mania weekend anyway. It may be a little different, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, you, yeah. it, it's gonna be yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah. No, I, I see the vision. I see the vision. Mm-hmm. Um, so one last thing before we get into uh, Benny's block here, sis, I gotta ask. I uh, don't know how if you had a chance to fully peep the full interview. I did peep some of it, and um, and then I saw the clips that everybody shared. Um, um, but I will listen to the interview in full. But O'Shea Jackson Jr. Uh, shout out to Chris Van Vliet, who's been getting it and killing it with the interviews week by week by week. Uh, Chris Van Vliet has a sit-down interview that just dropped uh, as of literally like a day and a half ago. Uh, he dropped an interview with uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., a.k.a. the son of Ice Cube, to those of you who don't already know about O'Shea Jackson Jr., Okay. In case you're like, that name sounds familiar, but who is that? Literally, he looks exactly like the man. You can't, you can't deny it. Okay. <laughs> so, like, I swear, if his voice was just a little deeper, I'd have been like, this is literally Ice Cube Jr. for real, for real. But that's the something. Yeah, and then that lineup, the short haircut, the beard. I mean, now it's really apparent. Now that the beard then fully, yeah, man. That's you cannot deny your daddy, brother. <laughs> but uh, he sat down and he was, you know, just talking about his life as a wrestling fan, uh, you know, being this top level Hollywood actor, but also just a fan of pro wrestling and anime and all these other things that people are like, man, you you wouldn't think he'd be a fan of, right? But he's a fan of these things. Um, and so <laughs> And so, like, what's really, really cool to me is that I like how he was able to have that conversation. Um, It's amazing how the wrestling, how can I put it this way? It's amazing how wrestling games, when you think about people who got into wrestling, it's amazing how you have these different outlets that got people into it. You as a woman, right, you think about, like, how some women got into wrestling through Total Divas. Total Divas is what got them into liking wrestling. Now we have Bianca and Montez's show, Love and WWE. Now it's going to bring in a whole new audience because you're going to have the culture who's going to see Black Love and they're like, man, I like them. Yeah. What's this WWE thing? I yeah. like it. Right? It seems different from when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, there's other Black folks in here too? 
This Naomi girl? What? Who's this Jade girl? Wow. Now all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Um, But then you look at like uh, the wrestling video games. I'm finding out lately that a lot of the wrestling games also got people into wrestling. Who would have thought? Because I, growing up, I just always thought that if you had the wrestling games, you were a wrestling fan. But apparently, some people got the games and didn't even know wrestling. But because they played the game, they saw the characters in the game, then they suddenly were like, oh, I got to watch this. So he talked about that with his cousin and just being able to watch it. And and then his cousin's like, you know, we can actually watch this too, right? He's like, what? I got to see this. Um, so to be a fan, and he just talked about wrestling and just being a fan of wrestling and things of that nature. So I have to ask you, sis, did you have a chance to catch the clip that's been going around virally where he touched on AEW and AEW fans and why he kind of has a hard time trying to get into AEW? Did you catch that? I did see that clip. I did see that clip. And I thought that it was very interesting because... A couple weeks ago, I brought up that Kat Dennings situation where Kat Dennings, like maybe like 2021, she had watched SummerSlam and she had tweeted like, this was my first SummerSlam, like my first time ever watching WWE. Like, I think I'm going to watch And then the people were like, oh, you need to be watching Kenny Omega. Like, what are you talking about, man? Like, you need to be watching AEW and all of these things. It's kind of like, to a casual person, it's, mm-hmm. it's very like, whoa. I I don't know what you're talking about. I'm uh, it's a little overwhelming because that's the thing about wrestling that a lot of people don't understand is that like it's a rabbit hole. There's you could just pick an era and just watch for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. So just let people find find their niche, find their their wrestling, you know, like their own version of what they find sports entertainment. I feel like a lot of people try to, I'm not saying AEW fans, but I feel like a lot of people, they like to say like, oh, this is, this is what real wrestling is, or this is what this should be, or this is what, how this should be showcased. And it's like, there is no one particular way for something to be showcased. Because if that was the case, this, anything as a concept would be over by now because everyone would be bored with it. Mm -hmm. You know? That's true. I don't know. It's, it's 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 it was definitely a very very interesting conversation that I saw people having on on the timeline the past couple yeah. of days. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, you are so telling the truth on that because it was like, and and and, and it's, it's it's okay if you if you got to t- call them AEW fans out. You know what I'm saying? Like we're fans of of all wrestling for the most part, but it's okay right. if you want to specify them. Like let them know because since <laughs> the company's been in existence, they act like AEW can do no wrong. And it's like, uh, I'm sad to tell you, but the company you were two years ago versus who you are now is not the same company. And that's okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's it's not the same company. Storylines were better, arguably the first couple of years. And some of them now are kind of hit and miss. It depends on what it is. It depends on where we're headed. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's it's just it's crazy because the, the where where he got me, and I'm sure he got you with this one too. Because as a as a beautiful woman who loves wrestling, if you see no faced 
profiles over here commenting on your stuff or talking, or dare I say, the stand accounts where it's someone hiding behind a, oh, I am a uh, Zelina Vega fan. So I'm using Zelina Vega's picture yeah. to comment about you. Oh, I'm a, I'm a Tegan Knox fan. So I'm going to hide behind Tegan Knox's picture. Oh, I'm a, I'm a, uh, who can I think? I'm a Deanna Perrazzo fan. So I'm going to hide behind Deanna Perrazzo's picture and comment on everything you say in regards to Deanna Perrazzo or anybody that I like also. So yeah. come on. Does that not turn you off sometimes where you're like, really? It's annoying. Like, and honestly, like, I feel like it should have opened a bigger conversation about the IWC in general, mm -hmm. because I've been in the IWC for a couple of years now, and I know how they operate. Like, I can <laughs> tell you beat for beat how they're going to react to something, how they're going to react to a person, how they're going to mm -hmm. react to an angle, because mm -hmm. it's like, it's not that they're predictable, but they're predictable. They're fickle, you know? And so a lot of yeah, times, as well as like very, very negative, you know? So it's just, it's finding that balancing act. It's finding the accounts that are actually there for the, for the fun of it all and don't take things too seriously. But mm -hmm. man, I have seen, <laughs> I have seen some wild things. Boy. The IWC. Yeah, man, they got to get better with that, y'all. Like, seriously. And, and that's why I'm just like, to see someone of a high profile like O'Shea talk about that just goes to show it's like, like you said, I mean, he, I love how you just put it as, yeah, just because I'm like this really known person with a really cool job or whatever doesn't mean I'm not still a person. Like, I love, yeah. I love what everybody else loves. I love my anime. I love my video games. I love pro wrestling. Yeah. Like, um, and shout out to him for just showing people, you know, as uh, Chris Van Vee pointed out about closet wrestling fans, you know, how you got some who are like afraid to admit they love pro wrestling. It's like, bro, we are in 2024. Be you, dude. Like, if this is what you love. Yeah. You're like, I like wrestling. Somebody's just going to come in and yeah. just nail you. Like, yeah, like, no, man, this ain't it. People forget, like in the '90s, it was okay to love wrestling. It was it was the coolest thing in the world at that one point in time. It was taking over the world, and it's actually back at that point now where it's doing it again because you're finding out, like, oh snap, I didn't know that this uh, musician was a, a wrestling fan. Oh snap, there's like the whole uh, Green Bay Packers team right there. Wow, they like wrestling. And they're NFL players. Wow, look, we're at the NBA All-Star game. Look at this WWE belt being spread across and everybody's rocking it. They don't just rock that because it looks cool. They're rocking it because they're fans of wrestling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, bro, I think about uh, Damian Lillard for crying out loud. The man came dressed as Stone Cold Steve Austin for Halloween one year, walking to the to the arena. Like, it's 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 always been there so it's really cool to just see people being themselves authentically and unapologetically yeah, uh so hip-hop as well like i feel yeah. like hip-hop loves and appreciates wrestling so so yeah. much yeah a lot of people credit rick flair for the start of that you know what i'm saying because <laughs> like he embodied the lifestyle of of what hip-hop glorifies yeah you know <laughs> but you're right it's, it's so many you know what I'm saying? You hear the references and everything, man. And it's just, whether you're casual, whether you're hardcore, it doesn't matter. It's okay to admit that you like wrestling. And pretty girls love wrestling. 
uh, as uh, shout out to Kiara, shout out to All Elite Keeks, shout out to you know uh, those wrestling girls. Uh, you know, I'm trying to get all of them in here because you know Women's Month is coming up. Okay. And okay. We got we, we, we got <laughs> some special for y'all throughout the month of March, where uh, I step away and Miss Ashley takes point throughout this time. We're gonna try to get her some guests that can hop on with her and talk some pro wrestling where the ladies take over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that good stuff. So that'll be a fun, fun time for sure. Um, that being said, though, let's get into, uh, actually, it's time to, let's go ahead and get in the vehicle real quickly. Um, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Those keys ready. All right, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. Fasten your seatbelts, get ready for a ride that we're about to take as we driving and we on the road to WrestleMania. This is a special drive, y'all. We on the road to WrestleMania now. So as we on the road to WrestleMania, as you can see, we're going down the corner of Know Your Road Boulevard, hanging that right down Jabroni Drive, where you can see the lovely, illustrious SmackDown Hotel. As we keep on going, always remember that you can look, but you can't touch as we keep going and drive. As you see right there, right down the block, what is it as we heard in this corner? Oh, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. We are at Benny's Block. What's happening, Benny? Oh, all right. So let's start off with WWE. We got some good stuff to talk about this week. Cross mm. off the So on Raw, I really, really enjoyed the Rhea and Nia TV interview thing that they did. I feel like it's it's kind of crazy to see Rhea so in as a baby face <laughs> right now. Like she's cutting promos, being like, I had to remind myself who I am, Rhea Bloody Ripley. And like I love it. I love it. It's mm -hmm. it's strange, but it makes sense because Naya is doing everything that she needs to do over here. Honestly, I'm gonna go out and say it. Naya Jax is my favorite here. Like I'm gonna go out and say it's like uh division right now, like Naya is just eating. Like, she's just eating. That elimination chamber segment was fantastic. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm, I have to, I have to do like a, a gong salute because I am so mad about Tiffany Stratton's theme, Tron, and the paparazzi, the paparazzi flash is all gone. She has a whole new theme. And, like, I don't understand why they're going so all in on this, like, it's Tiffy time angle. Mm -hmm. But I kind of just like the Barbie thing. Like, I like the Barbie gimmick. I like the Barbie gimmick. I have a thought. I think I know why they had to do that. As much money as WWE may be making, they're not trying to lose that money with that trademark. And Barbie's going to be like, you know Barbie and Mattel don't play that. That's fair. That's fair. They could have picked anything else. I feel like they could have still kept the font because, you know, they don't actually. Mattel might own the font. <laughs> Mattel might own the Barbie font. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we truly don't know. <laughs> but, but I would not put it past a trillionaire company like that to own the font of, of the billion dollar thing they own. <laughs> but. Yeah. I feel like they, I'm hoping that they continue this momentum with Tiffany. I'm just hoping that they could, like, they 
I don't know. Like, like they, they handle her well. I just want them to handle her well. I'm a little bit nervous just like with how they changed her. It kind of, they kind of gave like the old NXT days where mm-hmm. they were kind of just like repackaged them. Luckily, it's not a complete repackaging though. Like Tiffany is still Tiffany. <laughs> so as long as, as long as she still keeps those character beats and then she's still able to be booked really, really well, I'll be happy. Don't like the theme though. From what I've heard, don't like the theme. Man. It's wild. I didn't even really notice that her theme changed either. I don't know how. First thing I noticed because whenever she comes out, I always do her motions because I always Mm -hmm. pretend like the paparazzi are like (laughs) taking photos at the same time. And like when it didn't happen, I was like confused. I was genuinely confused. So I guess that's over. I guess that's done. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll enjoy it in two K twenty four for for the time for the time that it is in the game. But (laughs) good point. uh, moving back to the focus of the segment, I thought that it was really, really good segment. Probably my favorite segment of the night. I enjoyed everybody's contributions. Of course, Liv is my favorite to win the match. You broke it down perfectly as to why she should win the match. She's been saying what I've been saying on Twitter for like, yes, finally. Like, finally, they are acknowledging the actual history that Rhea and Liv have. And the potential that that has to be a fantastic to be a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still advertising the Becky versus Rhea, so we'll see. We'll see. I feel like this match is so unpredictable. Obviously, on Monday Night Raw and won the Last Chance Battle Royale to be the last entrant in the match. I don't even know what the elimination chamber order is going to be. I don't know who's eliminating who. My only thing is is that. Since we know that SmackDown is too late, we do know that Liz Morgan is going to be the match. Liv, as like a part of the revenge tour angle, pins Tiffany. I just want Liv to win. Like I, I'm not, I'm, I'm wearing my cards, my hands, my heart on my sleeve. I just want Liv to win. To be honest, like whatever or the matchup order is, I want Liv to come out triumphant. I okay. really enjoyed the the segment. I loved how it ended. Super conventional day where all of the people who are in the match come out and say their piece. I love the addition of having Nia just come out and touch everyone. Because in Nia's head, it's probably like, well, why is everybody talking about Rhea when I have a match with her on Saturday? You could potentially be facing me at WrestleMania. So I like that she kind of had, she kind of came out with like a chip on her shoulder. And beat everybody up because, like, period. Do not forget about Nia Jax. Do That's true. That is true. Um, hmm. the... <laughs> Sorry, sis. No, I was like, what, what, what do you think? Well, yeah, I was lis- I was listening to you. Um, there's a there's a slight audio issue from time to time too. I don't know if it's catching over there. Uh, from time to time, it'll it'll hear you and it gets bubbly. Where so like I'll hear you and then it like muffles out a little bit. It sounds like a little bit. Yeah, from time to time. From time to time. But while Sis gets that situated for a second, I'm going to chime in on what she was saying while we're getting that situated. Uh, Honestly, I love that. See, this is why I love your perspective, because I was talking with Gresh about it yesterday, and I gave my gripe on the women's match because of the fact that they are indeed 
very much making this very predictable, but I like how you're optimistic on holding on to the thought of Liv, because Liv is a very interesting wild card, if you will. Yeah. See, my gripe was, first off, I'm like, okay, why exactly are all these women in here? Because who who can afford to really lose right now? <laughs> like, none of them arguably can. Like, I'm like, okay, well, let's see. Let's start with let's start with the wild card that really threw off that uh the dream card that you showed i saw your your leaked photo and you were mostly right up until one person which i said i told gresh i said yeah i bet they did that just to throw off that entire predictable uh graphic they accidentally leaked but for the most part to have tiffany stratton to have becky lynch to have Liv morgan to have bianca belair to have uh Raquel, who was an interesting addition. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'm just, I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, and Naomi, duh, how can I forget you, Naomi? I'm sorry, forgive me, sis. But I'm like, okay, well, I like this on paper, but I don't like it because that means literally five of y'all got to get pinned and or submitted. And I'm like, well, who, who deserves a, a loss right now? Because now Naomi just literally got back a month ago, right? I, or, yeah, like, and I'm like, we haven't really seen much of her yet. Like, yeah. you don't want her to lose in a pinfall, right? Yeah, for sure. Bianca is the one I can make a case for. I can see her losing and taking a pin because in a she's in that stage right now that you know we've seen Becky go through. We've seen. All of you know John Cena's all those all those people on that level. She's just in that stage where okay, she's gonna take this loss because this is the year she unfortunately has to take a bit of a backseat, just a bit. It's okay. Yeah. But I like that she's keeping her WrestleMania dreams around, saying I need an opponent because I have a streak at WrestleMania and I love that. She yeah. wants to compete. You can't be the EST and you can't. And the fact is, at the end of the day, I love that pun. You can't spell EST. Can't spell WrestleMania without EST. So WrestleMania. And that is she is, right? And it's like, I have an idea for her, you know, as we mentioned, involving those tag team titles. Yeah. Her and Jade Cargill. Might as well make that a superwoman team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gotta build (laughs) to the story before you get to her and Jade Cargill facing each other. See, if they're gonna face each other at a mania, there has to be a story. You can't just yeah. go off, oh, they're two powerful black women that are really expect no, 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 no. You need a story. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sure. and what better way? Dominating the scene as tag champs for pretty much the majority of the year. Get caught slipping and lose, and one blames the other, whoever it is. Yeah. And then it builds up to their feud. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But yeah. uh, so in Bianca's case, I can see a situation where she loses. And it just gets her more desperate to try to get on that card so that the streak continues and make her happy. But I'm like, okay, live. Revenge, like you said. Well, you don't want that derailed by the fact that she loses if it's a revenge tour. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Raquel just also got back, even though that was... Return. Yeah, so I'm like, well, that don't make sense to have her win if she just literally got back to lose. Yeah. Put her on losing, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 
The this only thing that makes sense, the only reason why I'm okay with it is one, because it's a fantastic lineup. Like the match itself, I know the match is going to be good. Okay. I think that it's going to be, oh, it's okay because every single person in there is at their best. Is a main mm. event competitor. So I okay. feel like if they were to lose or to get pinned, they can do like Michael Cole can go, well, uh, um, I'm trying to think of somebody in the match. Raquel shouldn't feel bad at all because she had a fantastic showing. Like she put up a great fight, you know, like mm -hmm. I feel like they can tell a story in the matchups to where somebody just gets caught slipping. Somebody gets pinned. I, I think it's going to go very fast paced. I'm hoping that mm -hmm. it's going to be like a very hard hitting fast paced match, but mm -hmm. I think that they have the potential to kind of get away with it because everybody is main event quality. It's not like okay. there's like a weak link where if somebody gets pinned, it's like, well, why the hell did that person pin that person? You know, I think that I there's like, that. like a little more balance because of that. Okay, you 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 convinced me, sis. You convinced me. I, I you know I'm I'm intrigued to see the uh the way they book this uh yeah, for, sure. for sure, and including the men as well because as we see with the men, same case. Uh, yeah. it looks like they're leaning Drew, but as I brought up to Gresh the other night, Randy Orton is someone that has been very under the radar since returning. Keep in mind, he has not been pinned yet, and. You can't necessarily count him out either. So man, it's, it's, it's yeah. a very interesting situation. So, uh, but back to the women and the ladies. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna see how they do this then. Um, props. But are you are you upset that Jade was not featured in this after all, or do you think it was a good thing? I'm upset. I wish that Jade was able to be in the match. I get it potentially if the reasoning is that they feel like they want to give her more time to cook, to really, really find her footing. Um, just mm -hmm. because it, it is like another matchup, like a group match. So she does kind of have that opportunity to, to take breathers as well as let other people have spots and have big moments in the match. Like it, it doesn't have to necessarily be all on her, which is why mm -hmm. I thought the Elimination Chamber would be like another really good fit to kind of like put her into the match. But it is what it is. I get it. I'm, I don't, me and Triple H have like a love-hate relationship. It's not like me and Sean. Like me okay. and Sean, like we kiss each other on both cheeks. I ask him, how's the wife? How's the kids? Like vice versa. Mm -hmm. Whereas yeah. like when I see Paul, it's kind of like, how are you? <laughs> You're good? Okay. Stephanie's good? Okay. Like, because he, he plays around with the women's division a lot. I feel like he plays mm -hmm. around with the women's division a lot. Even like with this go-home Raw show, I feel like he could have done better. So. Okay. All right. All right. But, I like but that. I'll, 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 I'll trust him when it comes to Jade Cargill. Okay. That was where I was going with that. I'll trust him when it comes to Jade Cargill because it seems that they've been handling her really, really well since her, her signing. So I'll trust him with that. I respect it. I respect it. So we'll, we'll see. We got a, a nice line up of sorts. Okay. So let's see how it plays out. But continue with Benny's block. Good, sis. Okay. So moving on to NXT. Uh, we didn't really get to touch on it too much. Last week, Lola Vice's match against Hayden Paxley. If you guys have not seen that, it's a quick match, but a really, really good and fun one. I feel like Lola is improving very, very fast. Her like her kicks, her hits, her jabs look super lethal. I think that's obviously because of her MMA background. Like that goes hand in hand. 
Love the new submission finisher. The new submission finisher is fire. It's basically kind of like an inverted like arm bar, but it looks really good. And she has like, uh, again, like she has like a really great ability of making her moves look like they hurt, which is super important. And I feel like a lot of like uh, some of the NXT girlies, like they'll they'll do jabs, they'll do hits, and they haven't found that that second gear where it's like ooh, you know, like where it looks like ooh, like that hurt, you know. Yeah. Once they once all those girlies find that. We'll we'll be cooking. We'll be cooking. But Lola, fantastic. I'm really, 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 really enjoying this Lyra and Tatum storyline, guys. I don't know where it's going. I feel like it has to be going to stand and deliver. And if it Mm -hmm. is going to stand and deliver, Tatum, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of Tatum. I'm so proud of her because the moveset matches the character. The character is very, very well realized. It's not like just being creepy for the sake of being creepy. Like she'll do things that are obviously like off-putting, but there's a method to the madness. You know, it's all in the name of protecting her queen Lyra. And I, I really, really enjoyed the story beat. Like last night on NXT, Lyra mm-hmm. asking Tatum to stay back. That if she stays back, she'll give her like some type of surprise. I can't wait to see what the surprise is next week. I don't know where the storyline is going when Lyra carried Tatum out of the ring last week. I was like, it's giving Romeo and Juliet. It's giving Montague and Capulets. Like, it's giving, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't okay. know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know where Didn't we're think going. <laughs> it's kind of giving like a all about Eve stalkerish obsessed. Like, kind of like mm. in the same vein of Mariah, Mar- Mariah May and Tony Storm. But Mariah May, you could tell she's a fan. Whereas, like, Tatum, there's something off there. Like, there's something mm. off there. So, kind of okay. like Mickey, all of Mickey James. So, I'm excited. I'm excited. I can't wait to, to see where it goes. Okay. Obviously, the woman of the hour of NXT this past week was none other than Miss Jada Parker. Yes. Miss Jada about Parker. My girl ruled social media i mean what else is there to say what else is there to say to the point where at a house show i think it's in lakefield florida she Mm -hmm. had a championship match against lyra valkyria in the main event at a coconut show Mm -hmm. which passed i believe it was this past saturday so they definitely know what they have with jada parker obviously the match that she had with um, adriana it was a green match, but I feel like it was a match that showcased what where they are at right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of potential. I'm really, really excited. I feel like Adriana was the better wrestler, but Jada, that charisma, that character, the way that she just commands that ring, it kind mm-hmm. of just overpowered that wrestling ability. And I feel like that's like the cool thing about sports entertainment and wrestling for me in general is that you don't necessarily have to be the best wrestler in the ring in order to true. get over, you know? That's true. And Very true. So with that, I'm excited to see where Jada goes. I was sad that she wasn't okay. on NXT. NXT was pre-taped, but I it was bummed that yeah. she wasn't on. I was bummed that she wasn't on tonight or last night. But I'm, yeah. I'm super excited to see who her next competitor is going to be and what her next feud will be. I like that. I was curious, you know, when you mentioned that, since it was pre-taped, I wonder if the viral sensation happened after the pre-tape did. It did. Yeah, it happened like it Wednesday. Did? Yeah. So had they known 
that means next Wednesday is going to be very interesting because had they known that was going to happen during that pre-tape, oh, she would have been on that somehow. You And you can tell they know because ever since ever since she was on World Star, ever since she was, I, there's like a very popular account on Twitter. I think his name is like Lance. It got like over mm-hmm. 2 million views, like almost yeah. 30,000 likes. After that, NXT, at Jada Parker, WWE, at Jada Parker, WWE, at Jada Parker, WWE. I was like, hey! Wrestling done changed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Me and Gresh were making fun of that one yesterday. We were like, oh yeah, wrestling done changed. All right, y'all, y'all horny mofos. (laughs) I get it. I get it. I'm like, listen, I I understand. But guys, like chill out. Yeah. But I like I like that it's getting her attention. There were some dudes who were like on the timeline talking about it's time for the Hall of Fame. Like it's time for the Hall of Fame conversation. <laughs> no, no. I was like, if you want to talk about gets, for sure. For sure. But like, let her cook. Let her cook. Let her cook. Because I also feel like when it comes to that type of stuff, the pressure versus the the ability, the capability sometimes catches up to a person. So I want to be able to give her that grace and that space to grow, mm-hmm. to learn, to have bad weeks, to get her reps in. And so that a mm-hmm. year from now, when she's having those championship matches and when we're talking about the potential of her being at Stand and Deliver, it's warranted and it's earned. So yeah, shout, shout out, out to Dana Parker. I was gonna say, yeah, no, that's, that, that's, she's, she's having a moment, man. I want to shout out Rufus Lala, who uh, was on Gresh Unleashed with us last week. And I want to shout out one specific thing she said about Jada Parker to highlight, um, as we as we say it on that. If she, as long as she remains very humble, right? And I think that was, before, when she said this was before the world star situation. Mm-hmm. If she remains humble, right? Stays humble, doesn't let her head get too big. That potential is going to be crazy. Like, like, you'll be on some Bianca level, yeah, Jay Cargill level because she's a power, she's like, she has like a power moveset, and so yeah. I feel like that. And like, on top of being so gorgeous, on top of having a crazy body, it's very mm-hmm. unique. Like, everything mm-hmm. about her is just very, very unique. You wouldn't expect a, a beautiful woman like that to be doing a pop in a perfect spine buster. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. So, so she, okay. she makes me happy, she makes me excited. Um, <laughs> moving on, let's talk about Lash versus Kaylani last night. First of all, I mm. just want to talk about how fantastic of an era we're living in, where Black women are having a renaissance on NXT. Like, Ooh, talk about we, there are still some Black women who have not even debuted. Kaya, Bree, there's AJ. There's so many fantastic women that are going to be showcased in the next year, and it makes me so genuinely excited. And women like Lash and Kehlani are the proven product, you know, like they're showing Mm -hmm. that we can go and we can tell fantastic matches, fantastic stories within the match as well. That match between Kehlani and Lash was so good. It wasn't very long. We didn't get too much. um, I feel like they didn't hit that third gear, but Mm -hmm. the potential for when they meet again. Man, I can't wait. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's I'm I'm excited for the the excel of both women. Um what really, you know, you know what was funny? 
call me. You you can get on me about this, sis, because I try not to get too deep into wrestlers' personal lives. Mm-hmm. But here's what got me <laughs> was I was looking at the comments about Kalani, um, and one person was like, "Man, it's crazy how quick she's elevating and this and that." And then one person replied to that and was like, "Well, yeah." Her hubby's one of the greatest to do it. Da 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 da. And I said, now who who is she who are they talking about? Who's she dating? And I'm like, so I, I go kind of snoop through her page for yeah. a second. And I'm like, Kalani dating something? Who's she dating? Because I, I just again, I don't keep up with this. So I'm I'm looking and I see where she was at the rumble and she said, number five was my favorite. I'm like, number five. Who was number five in the men's room? I'm like, wait a minute. Ain't no hitting. I'm the it's... best here. <laughs> I want your shot. Well, I guess you'll wait like... till next year. <laughs> I, I was, was like, like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. And it, well, it blew my mind. I was like, wait, so they're dating? I was well, like, you know, well, you dang. You want to know something that's even funnier? The What's streets that? are saying it's uh, obviously not confirmed, but their streets are saying that Lash and Trick are dating. Really? Isn't that hilarious? That is hilarious because I heard I thought she was um she was I could have sworn she was a married woman at one point. That's why that's why it's a rumor. So that's why it's a big rumor because they they came they came together at they came together for the Love and WWE premiere and they were like giving the prom poses and stuff. So I was like, hey man, you know one thing about it. It ain't, but one thing about this business, let me just tell you, if you're married and someone you're married to is not in the business, chances are, yeah, it's don't business. usually, it's rare for that to last, you know what I'm saying? It's it's more easy, like Kalani and, and Melo look good together from what I saw of some of the oh, pictures yeah. they decided to share, and it's like, I love those two together, so, I mean, it makes sense where it's like, that fits because they're both in the same industry. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it, it's a hard it, industry to have a relationship in, period. So yeah, yeah. You so, have a lot of trust in your partner. Or <laughs> if if that rumor is true, you know, you ain't hear it from Ash, but if that rumor is true, then well, props yeah. to you, Trick. Yeah. So. It's been it's been circulating on Twitter for a couple weeks now. Yeah, because Lash, woo. Mm, yeah, yeah. And Trick ain't, Trick's no snoop snub himself. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. yeah. Mr. Always Shirtless, as they yeah. say. <laughs> Mr. About It, About It. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. But, but also, let's let's also keep in mind that, like, women like Kaylani, women like Lash, women like Jada, these are D1 athletes. Like, mm. Kaylani came from University of Michigan for gymnastics. Come Lash on. was a basketball player and Jada Parker was a D1 athlete for LSU. True. Don't get big. Yeah, don't get it. Don't it don't get bigger than that. So these girls can really go in real life. <laughs> in real life. Yeah, yeah, man. So, that I love that. I love that. And 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 it's like um <laughs> who did I hear? Uh I think it was Jobber Tears. Shout out to my fam on the Jobber Tears podcast. Sir Wilkins and them were talking about like women. Of today, like they were like, "Oh, Sean, I see you. I see you. I see you, Sean. You, 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 you went to a, a apparently there's the site called uh, Meaty Women, Beefy Women, or something <laughs> like that. Muscle, Muscle Women, or something, uh, yeah. something like that. Where, where it's like all these like 
big women. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm like, Big E, come on, dog. I yeah. need you to I need you to take that saying and, and apply it to the women now. We got some yeah. big meaty women out here now nowadays. All right. I, I need I need them to get the same energy these that's big meaty men are getting. Just saying, just saying. You got you got your Raquel's, you got your Jades, you got your Rias, you got your Biancas, you got your last legends in the future. Ivy you know Niles. what I'm saying? Yeah. Ivy Niles, come on, man, they, they, bro, they out here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just, just saying. Nia yeah. Jax. <laughs> you know yeah. If y'all haven't seen Jamie Hader on on social media lately, my girl's jacked, jacked. Oh, talk about it. I returned <laughs> in this. I've been oh. missing her. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Actually, she's back. my candidate to probably take that title off of Tony Storm if it does, if it was to happen. Yeah. Now I'm, I think I'm about thinking. It. I'm thinking it's gonna be Mercedes. Oh. I'm thinking it's gonna be Mercedes. I'm thinking Mercedes is gonna show up and point to that belt and say, "Times up, Tony." <laughs> well, you know, now that you mention it. Man, we are very close to that. That 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 could be a, okay. Okay, you convinced me. Yeah, I can work with that. I'm not mad. I at love it. that. I love that. I love that. So let's actually just move on to AEW since we're we're already on the we're already on that page. Um, All right. I'm loving the three the throttle situation that's going on between Swerve Strickland, Chris Statlander, and Willow Nightingale. I feel like it's mm -hmm. very entertaining. It's a step oh. in the right direction. Stokely, Stokely Hathaway. Yeah. What, what did I say? <laughs> what did I say? Swerve Strickland. I was like, wait, Swerve is, huh? huh? Wait. <laughs> Not Swerve Strickland. Life's about Stokely baby. <laughs> Life's about Not baby. That's why we do it. That's Not Swerve Strickland. <laughs> not Swerve Strickland. He would not be in this angle. If PK <laughs> offered him this angle, he would be, he would throw the book at him. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, I really, really enjoying this this throttle situation. I really, really liked having like the idea of Chris trying to get Stokely and Willow to work together to be mm. better, to, to meld better. The, the mm -hmm. finish of the last match against Sky Blue, really, really good match. Again, story playing up on how they were a tag team before um, Sky Blue's turn and joining of Julia Hart. Uh, I really enjoyed Stokely utilizing like cheating and helping, assisting Willow with the finish. And then Willow just kind of being like, I won, yay! And then watching the tape back and going on Rampage and being like, dude, don't ever <laughs> do that again. Are you crazy? Are you nuts? And Chris kind of being like, let's just hit a reset button. Let's just hit a reset button, start mm -hmm. anew, mm -hmm. refresh and, and we'll try again. So I'm excited for, Dynam for Dynamite tonight. I, I, I'm I'm enjoying the story. I want to see where we're headed. It's looking mm -hmm. like for Revolution, either Chris Statlander or Willow Nightingale is going to be facing Julia Hart. I'm mm. I'm excited. I I'm excited. I it feels good to have a pay per view spot for the TBS Championship. Um, I know that Julia was injured for a little bit, so I'm happy mm -hmm. that she's back. Between the two, I honestly would love to see Willow get the opportunity, just because I feel like Chris was yes. TBS champion for so long. Willow's mm -hmm. overdue for that type of shot. So fingers crossed and let's see where it's go where it goes tonight. Let's go, Willow. Where it goes. Let's... Yes. Okay. Let's go, Willow. Okay. Um Harley Cameron. Oh, yes. Talk about is it. Is hilarious. Is <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. That the whole Angelo Parker, Ruby Soho, Soraya situation where um 
Ruby is still refusing to forgive Soraya. She's walking in into like backstage interviews with Renee and Soraya's like, I just want you to know, I forgive you. <laughs> I forgive you. <laughs> Harley Cameron saying that she's going to pull out a knife on Ruby Soho and it's just a spoon. And then she proceeds to smack Soraya as hard as she possibly can in Soraya's boobies. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I was like, what is going on? But I love yeah. it. I'm enjoying it. I'm sports entertained. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sports entertained with that. They, they are getting to that, ironically. They don't want to admit it, but they are understanding. They, 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 they're definitely getting into some hooligan shenanigans, tomfoolery, <laughs> which I feel As like you is needed. I feel like yeah. it's needed in wrestling. Like, come, yeah. on, come on. You got to have that. That balance. It's got to be balanced. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Sure. I'm curious to see where the Angelo Parker and Ruby Soho storyline is going to go tonight on Dynamite. I know that they're supposed to be getting drinks or something mm-hmm. of that nature. I'm curious to see how Saray and Harley are going to ruin that. <laughs> yeah. You know? Watch, watch, watch Harley end up being one of the waiters. Watch her yeah. be a waiter. Honestly, I feel like her character is unhinged enough to do that. Like, like so she just show up kind of like Raven Baxter-esque, just being like, hi. Like, oh, need, man. It. need it. Yeah. No, that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Uh, the Tony Storm film. Where she basically oh. puts the dagger through the duct of her matchy tattoo with Diana, basically putting a a pin, saying that progressing the story along. I feel like they've been doing a really good job at building it. Mm-hmm. Diana actually looks like a formidable opponent. I don't think Diana's going to come out with the gold at Revolution just because we have the huge, you know, appearance of Mercedes coming up, and we still have. A, a whole bunch of stuff to get through with the like with the AEW women's division. So I don't think Deanna's gonna come away with the gold here, but I'm curious. I'm curious to see where it's going. And I feel like we're gonna get a really, really good match out of it. Um Queen Aminata. Just shout out to Queen Aminata. Queen Aminata okay. got the win over Anna J. Super, super happy. If you guys have not seen her, like I think it's like an eleven to twelve minute interview with Renee mm-hmm. Paquette fantastic i love that they aired a little bit of the interview as well before her interview with anna just because give let us know more about these girls like let us really really attach ourselves to their stories and i feel like that's what's what's one thing that wwe does really really well that AEW needs to pick up on is that more personal we want mm-hmm. to learn more about these people so that we can be on the journey and be like wow remember when queen aminata was on a losing streak and now it's just w after w after w after w so deserved, mm-hmm. so earned, you know? Yeah. Coming next, we get a, like a character. Because she has the look, she has the charisma, she has the moveset, mm-hmm. she has the gears. Her gear style is probably my favorite in wrestling right now. I love her gears so much. They're so beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. She just needs a character. She just needs a character. Once she gets that character, I think that we'll really be swinging with her. I have a recommendation for her with that. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, the queen aspect of things because royally speaking nobody is doing that (laughs) you know like you haven't had a true royalty gimmick since like king booker maybe yeah i mean queen zelina tried to get it tried to get it off but it was very fleeting it was very fleeting she did she did now that was there was that there was that so i can't say that one um but even if you don't want to go that route um Something with sky blue will help with that. Mm. A sub feud because they're real good friends in real life. Yeah, I know they're roomies. 
And that being the case, I feel if you bring Sky Blue into the fold, let them continue that story of who is this version of you that I don't know. Kind of similar to what Tony Storm and Deanna are doing, but in yeah. a different way. Yeah. You've crossed over to the dark side. Where's the sky blue that I know? Yeah. And then, you know, and it kind of sets up a mini feud on a mid-card level. I would love that. With them, you know, and they've that had a be... couple matches. They've had a couple matches on TV before. So mm-hmm. I think that that's like a really, really good direction for them to go to because it's something natural for them. Yeah. So they need to they yeah. need to work on what they know. Work on yeah. what they know and expand upon it. Exactly. So, okay. So that's AEW, and then finally, guys, I need to catch up on Ring of Honor. I had to get my, I got my Honor Society <laughs> subscription. My Come Honor on. Society subscription is back, so I have to catch up on the TV tournament as well as I know that there's like a whole bunch of really, really cool things going on with Nyla Rose and Athena. I'll update mm-hmm. you guys on all of that next week. I did so, see a segment though. I did see. Uh... No spoilers. <laughs> I've been see... staying away. I've been staying You're away. Staying away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I will say I heard about Nyla Rose. And because I think Gresh was the one that told me, like, bro, you need to check that out, right? And I saw a clip of, of Athena. I'll say it like this: attacking Nyla, Ooh. and from behind, and 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 during an interview, and, and like, interesting. Let's interesting. just say Nyla Rose is hilarious when she's talking trash. I'll put it that way. Like, she is. I, I will say, like, the one beat of this, I don't know why Nyla's heel. In this, Nyla is so naturally baby face, just makes sense to. And then Athena is the ultimate heel of the Ring of Honor mm-hmm. women's division, so I don't know why they didn't naturally just have Nyla be a baby face. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping that once I watch, I'll get more context and more understanding. Like, oh, okay, so that's why they're leaning more towards the heel situation. I got True. it, I got it, I got it. So, <laughs> okay, so closing it out with TNA. My mm-hmm. biggest thing is that we're preparing for No Surrender. Jordan Grace mm-hmm. versus Giselle Shaw. As we all remember, she won the Ultimate X at mm-hmm. the Hard to Kill uh, pay-per-view in January of last mm-hmm. month. Giselle Shaw has seemingly dropped the Shantaraj. So yes. Savannah Evans, Jay the Doll, seeming like done. I'm a little sad about it just because I love like heel antics and matches and having like a little entourage and things of that nature. And I feel like it fit the Giselle Shaw, the the quintessential diva character very, very well. But Mm -hmm. Giselle Shaw can go. She is a fantastic wrestler. So I get the idea of dropping them before the match just so so that she can have that showcase. In kayfabe though, it doesn't really make sense because like, why would you... You you're going against Jordan Grace. Like you need all the help that you can get. Like like uh, you need you need a prayer. You need everybody. Like <laughs> <laughs> the Avengers, Captain America. Like yeah. I, I would call everybody I know. So in no. mm-hmm. K-Fabe, that was a little that was a little. But I feel like it's because we're gonna get a barn burner of a match between Jordan Grace and Giselle. Yes, That's yes. It. She definitely. Um, I actually have her taking that i don't know if we'll get to get into any uh any just in case we don't get to to do our predictions for no surrender um i'm gonna go ahead and just say i have her actually beating jordan now could be wrong i know jordan's riding a lot of momentum the royal rumble stuff but 
she doesn't necessarily need the title for that mm-hmm. unless they're just marketing her as the face of the company as a whole but yeah. i think giselle shaw this is her time and and she's gonna get it. so we'll see yeah. come friday <laughs> yeah, i'm excited i'm excited but that's benny's Listen. block guys <laughs> all right all right well shout out to benny for benny's block ladies and gentlemen um that was a phenomenal segment you know what i'm saying we we went a little lengthy today on purpose with y'all man and we are just about in the fourth quarter of the show um so let's just get right into it we got a pay-per-view coming up this saturday god be with us because this pay-per-view is literally at five in the morning yeah i'm not excited about that i can't watch (laughs) no surrender i can't watch no surrender friday night i gotta watch it saturday afternoon yeah no surrender well yeah yeah, actually now that you mentioned it i was gonna attempt to try to watch no surrender friday night but i might have to save it for that next day now that you mentioned it because yeah i'm not to go to bed stupid early to try to get up that early for for freaking elimination chamber bro but all right so it looks like we got the card officially set and locked in all right so we're gonna go down the line um no particular order we're just gonna go down the line and we're gonna see uh who ash is taking I did kind of already give my predictions on Gresham Unleashed, so I do remember them very well. So I'm mainly going to be going to you, and then, of course, I'll still reveal who I have. Yeah. But, um, you know, if anybody didn't already check us out last night live, I made my predictions on last night's show. So this is mostly about Ash Benny and getting her predictions on said show. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to do off the jump. I'm going to start with the hardest one. I'm going to go right to the women's elimination chamber match because I feel like they may kick it off with the ladies. Yeah. More than likely. So, by all means, for the women's elimination chamber in Perth, Australia, who do you have taken it between Naomi, Tiffany Stratton, Raquel Gonzalez, Liv Morgan, Becky Lynch, and of course, who am I missing? Because I know I'm missing one more person. Uh, who am I missing? Naomi. Bianca. Sorry, yeah. Bianca. Forgive me, EST. I'm sorry. See, this is what happens with multi-women matches. Okay, yeah. so who do you have taking the Elimination Chamber and going to WrestleMania? Olivia Morgan. It's not her name, but... <laughs> ah, that's a good pun though. I like that. I like that. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So I'm going with Liv. Liv Morgan. Okay, we got Liv Morgan for the win. Win. Okay. That is oof, boy. All right. I'm well, a I'm a big dreamer. I, I like I hope you are right on that. I, I I'm I really hope you are right on that. I am going to go with the obvious one in the room, and I'm gonna say it's Becky Lynch because they really Really, unless they're really trying to troll us, they have really made it known. That's who I'm going for. Yeah. Becky Lynch. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, we'll see. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's like, it doesn't do it for me <laughs> at all. I'm be like, I'm not moving. I'm not Don't moving. worry. Here's my here's my prediction though. See, the thing is, yes, Becky will win. Yes, she will go to WrestleMania. But she will not be victorious at WrestleMania for Rhea will beat her. 
Mm-hmm. And then Liv is either going to do it at, dare I say, WrestleMania Backlash, mm. or she will do it in SummerSlam. Which I like. I like that. It's gonna be a big show, like a like yeah. you know what I'm saying, and save it for that. And the revenge tour will continue long enough up until that point. Yeah, they'll just if have. Becky, if Becky wins, ahead. I'm definitely thinking Rhea's retaining because Becky, sure. there's nobody else in that match who can afford a loss like that at WrestleMania besides Becky Lynch. Agreed, agreed. So that's why I'm like, yeah, it it I have. Definitely Becky winning to ultimately lose at Mania. All right. Um, so next up, we got a tag team championship match. We've got the Judgment Day going one on one with the uh what do they call themselves? Uh oh boy. Tyler Bates and Pete Dunn, British strong style. There we go. British strong style. I mean, I would love for British strong style to take it home, but it's judgment day. It's of course, day. of course, it is. It is indeed judgment day. They are going to uh, take home the dub, if you will. So uh, yeah. there's that. Um, let's see what else did I see that we have. Oh, we have apparently a segment. This is not a match, but Grayson Waller effect. In Perth, Australia. I wonder where this is going. I wonder where this is going. Because originally, I thought that Grayson Waller effect, it was going to be just Seth on Mm -hmm. Grayson Waller effect on a SmackDown leading to Elimination Chamber. Mm -hmm. So in my head, I was like, wow, they're giving Grayson a championship match for Perth. But it didn't end up playing out like that. He Mm -hmm. still has a spot on the PPV, but no match. So I'm Mm. curious. I'm curious to see what exactly or what type of story progression between like Rock and Rock and uh, Roman potentially. Mm-hmm. Where are we headed here? Where are we headed here? This gives me the vibe that they're going to really announce officially we're getting this tag match movie. Because it looks like Cody and Seth are going to be there yeah. on this. So, is it possible we get the official match? Hmm. We're going to find out. Gonna find out, but for predictional purposes, <laughs> give an idea of what you think will happen. Um, I feel like the the announcement of the match is a pretty good, a okay. pretty good call. I'm just hoping I I don't want the match to happen. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just don't care for this tag match. I don't care. I I don't care. I'm like get on with it. Like, just, let's I said I am not. I am not impressed with your <laughs> tag team match. You can keep that. Please. Wow. I'm shocked. I did not think you wouldn't. What? Ash, what? She's like, nah, I ain't doing it. Okay, all right. That's that's fair. I'm not moving about it. I'm not moving about it. It doesn't move me, child. It doesn't move me. Okay. I rock with that. That's the beauty of two sides of an opinion. You know what I'm saying? I'm I I'm excited for it more so to see what kind of story it's going to tell. That's why I'm excited. For sure. I'm excited to see. I just don't know where we're going. Mm. I just don't know where we're going. I think that's that's like my biggest thing. Because as Mm -hmm. you all know, I was Team Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania 40. So 
right now I'm very lost. <laughs> I'm very lost. <laughs> I don't know where the story is headed. I understand the rock has joined the bloodline, but if there's a there's a time clock or an hourglass, so to speak, on this bloodline and Roman's reign, what's the point? You know, so it, it, I, I, I don't know. I'm here, but I'm also yeah. con- I'm very curious. Just very very, very curious. Okay, all right, sis. I see you. I see you. Okay, that's, that's good reasoning. <laughs> Um, so I'll go right there with you and say it's it's the announcement of the match, the tag match, official, yeah. being official, and we'll, we'll see from there. Plus, just puns for the hometown guy uh, getting his uh, yeah love, you know his love. Yes. Who will smack Grayson first, Seth or Cody? Hmm. I'm going to say Cody because Seth's not fi- officially medically cleared yet, I don't think. Right. Now, unless he just does this curb stump as a way to show, hey, I'm all right now. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Right? But I do believe it hasn't been long enough for him to be cleared yet. Otherwise, Damian Priest could cash in on him. So that's... True, 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 true. You know, therefore... Oh, did I say too much? Oh, my bad. <laughs> cash in. All right. But... um. Let's see what else we have on this card before I get to it. Okay, next up, we've got the men's Elimination Chamber match, which features Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, L.A. Knight, yeah, Logan Paul and uh, the almighty Bobby Lashley. Um, shout out to BFAB. But this is an interesting aspect. Where where do you think this route goes? I'm I'm leaning towards Drew. I want Drew to win. I love Drew's heel heel turn. Once he stopped focusing on Jay. I love the character. I really started to enjoy it. I found it actually entertaining. I was like, he just needs to leave Jay alone. He just needs to leave Jay alone. Once he did that, I started to really appreciate the character. But um, my biggest thing is like, why isn't Sammy in the match? That's a good question, sis. Why Um, is Logan in the match and Sammy isn't? Well, I think I can explain this. I think Logan Paul is in this match because they're trying to set up the angle of what people think inevitably will be him versus LA Knight at WrestleMania for the United States Championship. Now, what makes that a little confusing is because Kevin Owens is also in this match and he's got unfinished business. So the only thing I can think of here is a a situation where Kevin Owens gets his revenge by eliminating Logan Paul and then LA Knight or well no somebody's gonna cancel somebody out here and it's gonna be a situation where Logan Paul is gonna cost dare I say LA Knight his spot and then he's losing and now he's got a gripe with Logan Paul and now he wants you know I don't know. That's the only thing I'm trying to figure out, but it's something involving that. The potential's there. Yeah, the potential's there. Yeah, it's it's, it's something for that. Um, Now, in terms of Sami Zayn, I have my own theory for him, much like I said when it came to Liv Morgan. I think Drew inevitably 
spoiler alert, he's my prediction to win this um, in a slithering way that only Drew would do, <laughs> hypocritically. Um, <laughs> and I think he's going to go off. He's going to beat Seth at WrestleMania, finally. And he will get the championship to then lose to Sami Zayn at, dare say, SummerSlam. Okay. And Sami will get his moment. Okay. My whole thing is, where does Damien fit in this? Damien's going to try to cash in, and they're going to tell him that this is expired. Uh, this is yeah. expired for three months now. <laughs> like, you cannot use this anymore. <laughs> We're approaching that, money in the bank season. That does make a true point. Okay, well, they could do this then. I'm glad you mentioned that, because that's an as- actual aspect I didn't think about. If that's the case, what could happen is Seth then beats Drew again. But because he's fresh off that injury, sells the fact of the injury, because that's what Drew's going to target. And then, dare I say, Damon Priest pulls the Seth Rollins and cashes in on him while he's injured. Can't defend himself. Beats him for the title. Gives Damon Priest a minute to hold it. Then he gets to tussle and feud with like a, a Drew and a, and, a, and a Seth Rollins at 100%. Yeah. Um, that buys some time until we get to a SummerSlam. And then, you know, throw some other challengers in there somewhere. Yeah. Dare I say he's probably separated from Judgment Day by that point, maybe. I don't really know to say yet. <laughs> <laughs> how that yeah, would work because i think it seems like Rhea's probably going to separate herself as the baby face more so than damien like i think yeah. damien you know i'm not i'm, I'm not sure because it might just be for perth just because of her like just because she's the hometown girl they've just been going super hard on her like mm-hmm. with, with marketing and just like putting her in the forefront i hope they made event i hope they made event the elimination chamber but I, I think they will i think like after that they'll they'll kind of just like go back to the judgment day as a whole. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was like. We'll see. Cause I mean, Rhea can she's kinda outgrown the judgment day. You haven't seen her with the judgment day a whole lot, if you at think all. about it. And she just goes uh, in there to yell at them. Yeah. And compared to where they started to where they are now, I really do feel like Priest cashes in, wins that title, is indeed the leader, mm-hmm. um, and leads the charge against the judgment day which then down the line sets up their inevitable inevitable breakup i guess when he loses that title and things of that nature you know what i mean so uh we'll see potential a lot of potential like potential storylines where it could go Mm -hmm. yeah i like that i like that so we're gonna find out We're we're gonna see what happens so give us drew for the men's elimination chamber and then of course Unless I'm skipping a match where I did it. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm skipping any other matches because it wasn't a big card. Triple H don't like big cards. Uh, yeah. So it looks like what we're going to get is what I feel, and I think you feel. You know it. You feel it. The main event. Yeah. Jax versus Rhea Ripley for the World Heavyweight Women's Championship. I think it's safe to say we both say it's going to be Rhea. Rhea's got to win it. Rhea's got to yeah. win it. She's the hometown girl. Hometown girl. Well, 
Now, WWE would pull a swerve because you know they don't like people winning in their hometown yeah. sometimes. But yeah, I'll have a sidebar after we finish the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it's uh, still about Elimination Chamber, but I, I just had a, a thought just came into my head. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll work to it. Um, safe to say, we got the hometown girl. We we got her winning. You know what I'm saying? And 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 getting the big pop, getting that inevitable Riptide. I do yeah. think they will make this. Uh, I predicted. I do think they will make this very, very close. I do think this will be a situation that will make us almost think, like, man, Nia was this close. Yeah. Um, and it's gonna keep her looking strong some kind of way. But yes, uh, Rhea will get that that win, and that'll be that. So that does it for Elimination Chamber and our predictions, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I think that's uh, safe to say that's where we're at. But Ash, you have a side tangent that you want to share. How sad is it that Bronson Reed had a qualifying match and lost? As an Australian man, I would be devastated. He even tweeted that. He was like, I failed my friends and family and like all of this stuff. I was like, why didn't they just book him to win? I don't get it. Ironically enough. I thought he was going to win because I thought given the side tangent that Bobby Lashley had, I just thought, you know, with Bobby Lashley, I thought Bobby's got final his own stuff going on. Exactly. Yeah. He's got his own stuff going on. He doesn't necessarily have to be in this match. He could just mm-hmm. be going head to head against Karrion for the next couple yeah. of weeks until Mania. Yeah. So That's what I thought we were going to get. I was, I was a little surprised, but I guess these things happen for a reason. Yeah, yeah, they do. And 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 the crazier part is um even with that, it made me wonder, well, shoot, we're gonna say that same thing for Miss Indy Hartwell, cause uh yeah. how you gonna let Raquel come up in here and just you know, hey, I'm back, I win. You and also so think Indy is Indy is notorious for somehow in the last minute winning battle royales like that's kind of like her bag like so i thought i low-key thought that she was like a top contender to win that battle royale so Mm -hmm. when she got tossed out i was just like "Mm." poor girl what could have been what could have been yes you can't all perform in your hometown but who's to say that it won't happen for you in the next go round yeah, you know, I'm we'll, sure we'll see. this will be a success. I'm sure this Perth thing is going to be a huge success. Of course, they'll they'll be back. They'll be back. Um, sad for us because that just means more five a.m. shows, but yeah. it's cool. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll tough it out. We'll make it work. Um, ladies and gentlemen, before we let y'all go, we got one important important thing to cover more than anything in the world. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about none other than the box. Oh, the week. Ash, you got a botch for me this week? Okay, 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 okay. A botch? Ooh. I, I need time. <laughs> I need to need think. Time? I had, okay, a, I just... had a botch. I had a botch, but. Take your time. I got, I got you. Don't worry. I'm, I'm going to carry the front. I'm going to bring up something that I brought up earlier in What's Cooking. Ladies and gentlemen, my botch of the week this week is going to none other than the NBA for the botch of the week. Mm -hmm. Why? It's very simple. The recipe 
was there. The recipe is there. For years, you guys have been known to be the best. And I mean the best at All-Star Weekends. Normally, it was all the stars come out. All the people come out. You know, you'd be in good cities. You'd be in cities like LA, cities like Atlanta, cities like New York. Y'all go in these big cities, have a, a phenomenal event. Got the biggest NBA stars, you got the big, the biggest celebrities and celebrity all-star games and locally sitting in, you know, courtside, all this. Dump contest used to make people go, ooh, ah, yo, can't believe he just jumped over a car. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh now we got people just jumping over a guy who's four foot tall and sits down in a chair and that makes him even half the size that he is <laughs> and we're supposed to be impressed by that what yeah. <laughs> you know you got these no-name dunkers we don't know these people okay we don't know you <laughs> at all who are yeah. you my guy you know what i'm saying yeah. you, you 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 the the nba all-star game in general okay garbage you guys are getting paid millions of dollars and i get it it's a break for y'all it's like a weekend for you guys but people paid darn near thousands, thousands of dollars for these tickets, just a general admission ticket. You don't mean to tell me that even with all these names that you're paying all that money for, you still don't give a, a decent game for people to watch something? Yeah. 211 to 186, dog. Come on now. That's, that's just piss poor. All right. And it's just, again, man, the festivities of what was once great is no longer great. And it hasn't been great for like the last 10 years, if not longer. So what I'm here to say is please, y'all, please, please find a way to make the NBA All-Star great again. Okay, please. In the meantime, you guys are getting Botch of the Week. Ash, the floor is yours. That was a good one. That was a good one. Thank you. Oh, thank man. you. Oh, I don't know if I could think of one this week. I, I had one, but I didn't even have one. It just came into my head when you said botch of the week, but I feel like it's, it's too messy. <laughs> it's, it's too, too messy. messy. It's, it's too messy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's too messy. I feel like I can't say it. I'll tell you off air. <laughs> okay. So tell me off air, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I guess I guess we'll just have to ride and, and mutually agree that the NBA just so solely takes it for the entire weekend of taking that hit. So you guys get botch of the week, unfortunately. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, just let us know if you have a botch of the week. Let us know what your botch of the week is. Comment it. Uh, write it down. Tag us on all social media outlets at Life's Up botch underscore ots what is your botch of the week uh it can be wrestling related non-wrestling related whatever you want to mention name your botch of the week so we too can have a good laugh you know what i'm saying it's always great um uh make sure you follow us like i said all things at life's a botch underscore ots shout out to you guys who interact with us on life's a botch man we got some guests coming up um, we have uh, Melissa Santos. Uh, some of y'all may know her from the infamous Lucha Underground as the infamous announcer from Lucha Underground, uh, also wife of Brian Cage. Um, so yes, she will be joining us in March on the 27th. So y'all keep it locked and be care. You know, be on the lookout 
for it's going to be a really dope interview with the sis um so we can get to know her talk about a lot of what she's been doing um uh, lately since lucha underground and also just in general uh how legendary she was uh for lucha underground and the time it was around so that being said um make sure you check out the independent spotlight it is a very 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 dope dope show uh it's our sub show it's where we sit down one-on-one with an independent art uh artist independent wrestler <laughs> we sit down with an independent wrestler that's doing their thing on the independent scene uh sis we're setting up some for sis to sit down and interview for the ladies you know what i'm saying we're getting some set up for her so y'all make sure y'all check out the previous episodes we're about four episodes in on that baby um episode with my boy benny blanco the other benny yeah uh-huh. <laughs> yep we, we had to make sure that was known uh the other benny uh shout out to my boy my bro benny blanco we had a really dope um sit down yesterday and that episode will be dropping on this upcoming monday so y'all keep it locked and stay tuned uh shout out to ots media co man the platform behind this platform if it was not for ots we would not be here so make sure you check out all things uh ots media co head over to youtube hit the subscribe and notification bell like this very video leave a comment let us know who you are if you're listening Make sure you rate and review, give five-star ratings so that we can continue to climb the ranks and rise and rise and rise and rise so people see and know exactly more about life's a botch and all that good stuff, man. And of course, one more thing. Oh, yes, yes. Remember an interview I told y'all about where I kind of got into it with a local wrestler? Well, uh, shout out to OTS Media Co. because that very interview just dropped as of 12 o'clock today so therefore if you are on the ots media co youtube page go ahead and show some love over there check out the full interview where i sat in person post-match after my boy's wonderful victory Dion summers and his winning streak that he went on to talk about before the pcw champion decided to waltz in the middle of my interview and talk his trash to my boy Deion Summers and then tried to get on me and my championship. So wow. you guys stay tuned for what's going to be a very, very, very dope situation. Um, aside from that, man, we thank y'all for rocking with us. Miss Ash Benny, tell the people where they can find and follow you, ma'am. So you can find me at Ash Benny at all, on all social media platforms. <laughs> hey, all right. Anything coming up for you, sis? Anything you want to let the people know about? So right now, okay, so I was, I've been trying to do, to host these NXT live watches on every Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I had this crazy thing with my laptop, so I'm trying to figure out how to do it on this one, but it is coming. It is coming because I know that we'll, we'll have a great time (laughs) watching NXT. (laughs) In the words of Booker T, oh yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, live watch-alongs on NXT coming soon. Cannot wait to join and be a part of that. That will be such a vibe, uh, you know, being in there with my co-hostess, watching her do her thing. Um, and like I said, like she said, man, catch her getting ready to do some stuff with the independent spotlight as well, where she will sit down with some independent women wrestlers as well and have girl talk and get to know who they are and all that good stuff. But most importantly, 
please, 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 please make sure y'all subscribe, like, follow. I can't say that enough. We thank y'all for every single mention. Follow, find, like, all that good stuff, all right? And, of course, um, yeah, with that being said, man, it's just a great time to be a wrestling fan. We are on the road to WrestleMania. We will be in attendance for Philadelphia. So make sure if you are in the Philadelphia area during WrestleMania season, come holla at the Botchamaniac crew. You already know what it is. It's your boy, Highlight Real, Miss Ash Benny. You know what I'm saying? We got WrestleCon coming up. We got Wale Mania coming up. It's going to be so many different festivities that we will be able to network, connect, build, all that good stuff. So make sure you're in the building because we will be and we are ready. You know what I'm saying? Philadelphia, here we come. That being said, man, it's your boy Highlight Real. That right there is Ash Benny. Everybody in the building, wherever you are, stop, take a second, pull up that two sweet sign and get ready for one big old fashioned two sweet. Peace, y'all. Until the next time we meet, we'll see y'all next week. Same time, same place. Bye-bye now. We out.